You are listening to Supercoach. Hello, Supercoaches. Welcome to our pre-lockout podcast for round nine. I'm Tom Sangster, and in, on the panel today, we have Dave Campbell, and back for the first time in two weeks, the man, Robert Sutherland. I'm back, baby, uh, figuratively and literally. Um, scored 1,202 last week, jumped to 4,113th. Uh, unfortunately, due to News Limited's um, restrictions on showing my gloating over Tom Sangster, no one can watch us on Facebook they're just going to have to listen to me give it to you for the next 25 minutes. Except for the fact that I'm smacking the pants off you into in four, uh, 242nd. Oh, look, no one cares about overall. It's all about the last week. And um, <laughs> I bet you wow. considerably there. Even, um, uh, it, or I should say, thanks to the unicorn, Cammy Smith. Just delivers again, doesn't he? He's amazing. If we're talking about beating you, I smashed you both for non-player scores off the bat. <laughs> oh, I don't think yeah. any of that matters, though, right? <laughs> I think the some... only thing that matters, apparently, is last week's score. That's the only thing that matters in Supercoach. So we're, we're going to actually ditch the, the $50,000 prize and just do weekly prizes from now on. Well, I'm never going to win the 50K anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I did beat Brett McKeon, and a quick shout-out to Brett, who's coming 65th and yeah. has managed to lose pretty much every game in our league, <laughs> despite being ranked 65th. Um, the man has seriously bad luck. Quick note to listeners, that was a joke. We are not ditching the $50,000 <laughs> yeah, prize. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Stay with us, people. Stay with us. Let's go to trades this week. Dave, we'll start with you, mate. Um, I'm not 100% sure who I'm getting out. It's Kotrick and someone else, but I'm bringing Croker. Nice. Uh, Chess and Kotrick out for me and Croker and Jay Hayne in. Even oh, if his teammates nice. hate him, I'm a fan of Jared. Yeah, I wish I could bring in Jared Hayne, but I can't due to my dual positions. Uh, I'd have to sell Teddy, RTS, Milf, or Cody Walker, which oh, I don't want brag. to do. Which, yeah, I don't, well, I've got Matt Frawley. I'd love to sell him, but I don't have the right jewels. So no trades for me this week. That's No rubbish. trades. You know you're going to trade. Mate, I'm not, I'm not. I'm cutting off my hands. I am locking myself in a dark, dark room for the entire weekend. <laughs> with, with no hands. And with no internet connection whatsoever <laughs> and no hands. I'm willing, and I'm not trading. I'm willing to bet good money that we come back next week and you have made a trade. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> what am I paying? $1.20? You're paying nothing. I'm at Winks like, oh, odds. Oh, just moving right <laughs> along. I'll... Um, just say the thing with Hayne coming in at fullback is because I've got Nicarima mildly stinking it up at 5'8", it does mean that I can trade out Nicarima to pretty much any position now thanks to dual positions in that Hayne can go up, Ponga can go down, I can bring in a second row, a centre, a front rower. It really adds some flexibility that I didn't have. So glad to bring him back. Croker, talk to me about Croker. I'm keen on him. His price is coming down probably, BE 87. So I'm willing to wait until after the rep round, which is obviously coming up next week. But, you know, he's definitely a good buy this week. I just feel that there's no good downgrade options, so I can't really free up the money. But talk to me about Croker. Um, well, we, you know, he's he's proven to be uh, one of, and, and a lot of his, the best CTW in the game. Um, his B of 87... He could bang out 130. Yeah. So um, it's that gamble. He might lose a little bit of money next week, but he might also make a bit of money. So you just make that decision whether you're jumping on now or or paying a bit more next week. I'm getting in now. And, you know, they're, they're playing the dogs this week who they've known to leak a few points this season. So um, 
he could go large. To make any trades worthwhile this week, I'd have to do some sort of downgrade, and I can't get Hayne, who is definitely the best downgrade option going around. From there, there's literally nothing, so I'm not going to take a risk on it and just wait until after the rep round, because plenty could happen. So many people could go down. To give you an indication of how little cheapies there are, Tyrone Roberts-Davis is the ninth most purchased player this week. Yeah, I don't understand... Look, I suppose I do understand it in that you're downgrading, you're trying to make up, build bank. That's the only reason you would be doing that, right? Yeah. Um, the And when you're getting down to the ninth and 10th, what are the numbers there? It's only like 1,000, 2,000 It's pretty small at the moment, but obviously that builds up a lot when people trade over the weekend. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be getting him. If I, was, if I was downgrading, truly downgrading, I'd be looking for a bargain basement, dual flexibility player. And I made the argument it was just a couple of weeks, you know, two or three weeks ago that I could see the sense in that. And now yep. that we're getting to the sort of getting close to halfway of the Supercoach season, I can see the sense in it more. There, there's value. You in mean in absolute that. enough? In absolute enough, yep. right? Well, uh, in that case, this week probably the best downgrade is someone like Dylan Edwards, who's at least played his two games and his dual position. Uh, so as soon as he plays, he's going to go up by sixty k. Although looking at that Panthers team, I can't see when he's going to actually play next. Yeah, but I, I don't like that. No, I, I, if I want an absolute enough, I want a real enough. Like I want a guy yep. that's already gone to Super League. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> no chance of him playing whatsoever. Because the last thing you want when you get to the near the end of the season is you've got your your twenty twenty one players and you've got your enough. So you've got your you know your captaincy loophole all set up, and then the then the guy goes and plays. Quick edit of myself there. Then the guy yeah. goes and plays and screws up your whole planning. So, so you're uh, looking for a no ho- chance a, hold, a Holden Cup season ending ending mm-hmm. ACL injury. Yeah, I don't wish that on anyone. Um, other than Cody Walker, um, <laughs> just because I haven't got him. But other than that, uh, I'm a big fan of Cody's. Speaking of downgrade options, it's it's really thin. But Lewis Brown was up in the top ten earlier this week. Thoughts on that? That's no, I mean, I mean again, that's a crazy. He's trade. got a negative BE, but I think in um, uh, copes in his um, one of his columns this week. He's told people to, who are thinking of that trade to just absolutely wake up to themselves. Yep. I think the dude's been belting out tens or something each week. He's an A nightmare. Yeah, utilities R- are a nightmare. Another guy spoken about is Ryan Simpkins, but they've got Ignatius Parsi coming back probably next round. Again, I don't see any value in that trade either, even though he's been looking pretty good on the field. But no, no round 12 It's as well. a one-week cash grab. Um because that literally might be all you get, is yep. this one price rise. And you're trading him in after a decent price rise. So um, uh, I, I can't see the value in it myself. How about Kurt Capewell as a downgrade? He will play in that round 12. He's not going to make him much cash between now and then, and he is on the bench. So there's so many things that are not in his favour. But he does play that round 12, and he probably plays pretty close to 80 minutes in the forwards in that round. What are your thoughts on him as a downgrade? I think he's a wait and see at the moment because I think if you bring him in, you want him to start in round 12. But at the moment with, you know, without knowing origin squads and what the coaches are thinking, Mm. you just don't know. It could go either way. Yeah, well, if Wade Graham doesn't play origin, then he probably doesn't come into the starting side. Exactly. So I think Kurt Capewell is an option, but you still want to wait a couple of weeks until we know what's happening origin-wise. We've got a message from our sponsor at Sportsbet. On Sunday, it's a top-of-the-table clash, a second-place first in a mouth-watering matchup. Place a five-plus leg head-to-head multi with Sportsbet, and if one leg fails, get up to $50 back in bonus bets. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly. Let's move on to some of the big talking points this week, and Corey Norman 
He's the second most purchased player. You can pick him up at a 100k discount on his peak price, which was a couple of weeks ago. What are your thoughts on Corey Norman as a buy? I was kind of tempted. I mean, he he's the real roller coaster. You know, we used to refer to Sean Johnson as the yeah. roller coaster, but like Corey Norman and, and to a slightly lesser degree Gutherson are real roller coasters in that they've got high scores. I think Gutherson's got three hundreds, Corey Norman's got two and one ninety something like that, and then a couple of forties and then a couple of like twenties and tens. Um, you're not sure what you're going to get, but you do get buy coverage. Out of the two, I think Norman is a much better buy. He's cheaper, and you don't have the positional issues worry that Gutherson has with Moses coming over is going to take the one slot and the halves. Then French coming back takes back fullback, which means Gutherson goes and plays in the centres where he's not going to score anywhere near as well as he is uh, in the halves. Does he, though? Or do you think French goes to the wing or something. No. I think they see French as their long-term fullback. Well, that Moses thing is not going to happen this year, though. You don't think so? No. Cleary's basically ruled it out. He said it won't happen. Yeah. So yeah, You've seen a lot of things that have been ruled out in rugby league that yeah. do actually happen. So The, the triple-double backflip is yeah. pretty common when in rugby league. Look at Paul Gallon. He's back. He's back yeah. playing... Um, you know, uh, it's, reps. He said he'd never yeah. play reps again. He's so back. that's that's news that is broken today, I believe. Today, that Paul, Paul Dave, Gallen, Dave Riccio had the exclusive yeah. this morning. Um, Paul Gallen has been approached by New South Wales Rugby League to play in City Country, help mentor some of the younger blokes in rep games. Um, it's obviously the last City Country origin that we're going to have. Um, and so by all accounts, Gallen's going to play over yep. that uh, rep weekend. Yeah, so that's a that's a massive blow, I reckon, because he's a serious chance of getting injured in that game. <laughs> he's the he's the third most popular player, and this is why I'm not making any trades this week because anything can happen in this rep round. Then we've got a whole we've got a whole week off from Supercoach next week. Anything can happen. So look, no trades for me. We the, did not the landscape, have a week off from Supercoach. There's never a week there's, off. Well, there's never a week off. Everyone's going to be doing their buy planning, yeah. and we're going to be rolling, writing a whole bunch of buy planning yarns and stuff like that. But Anything can happen within two weeks. It's literally two weeks where I'm not trading. So anything can happen. Then I'll check out the landscape at the start of round 10. It's not a bad move. It's, I remember last year, everyone was looking at Jack DeBellin last year um, as someone to bring in for the buyers. He was going great. I think by that this stage of the season last year, he started playing 80 yeah. minutes for the Dragons. Goes into the city-country origin match and ruined his knee for about a month and a half. And it just threw... A lot of people had brought him in early. Yep. Um, to cover the buys and it, everything went out the window. And you've got to remember as well that you've got four trades in round 12. So that's a massive amount of trades. I've burnt all my trades so far, so I'm going to need to keep a few up my sleeve, that's for sure. Moving on to the next person on our list, which is Angus Crichton. Has the horse bolted? Is it too late to go with Angus Crichton? He's the fifth most popular at the moment this week. Yeah. Look, I want to say yes, but that's kind of smug as well. Um the, You're smug? I am smug. Wow. I do smug really well. Um, Outrageous. <laughs> I, his scores are really good. His base stats are really good. And with Burgess just seeming to belt people on a random basis, um, his job security is mm. pretty good. Um, that said, would I be buying him in now? Probably not. Nah. Nah. At that, he's about almost three seventy. You can get Croker for basically the same price. Yeah, and then Sammy Rad Radro. We may as well talk about him now. Has his court case on Tuesday? Could be available for sort of three twenty, three thirty next week, depending on what happens in that court case. 
that's a seriously good buy with his buy schedule as long as you don't have some sort of moral uh, you know, issue with picking uh, Semi in your team. Well, no, Rob wouldn't. No. Oh, that's harsh. That's not what you... Oh, no. <laughs> well, I've got... Oh, sorry. Um, lucky I pulled myself up there. Um, I don't, what was he about? Uh, don't worry. Was, no, unless we can Let's pause. Continue. We can't pause. Let's, Let's continue. continue. <laughs> we don't have a bleep button. No, semi, semi is uh, would be fantastic for all those people that are looking to downgrade uh, CHN or Crichton. Yeah. Um, you know, after maybe after the first buy or, or you know after the second, you've got the similar buy schedule, but um, he'd be an awesome downgrade for pretty much anyone. So even Cohen Hess owners, you're yep. a Cohen Hess owner, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm holding. Why are you holding? Well, just because I don't think there are good downgrade options. I need a downgrade to bring anyone in like Gallon or Croker, et cetera. And I don't think there are any good downgrades, so I'm just going to stick with You don't with see Hess. Croker like – I know we've, we've addressed it, but just to jump back in it. Like you were yeah. saying, oh, Croker's got a high BE, but say you, you're downgrading um, Hess. The money you're going to lose on Hess is the money you're going to pay overs on Croker. You know what I mean? Like Hess is yeah. probably going to lose 15K. You're paying 15K overs on Croker this week. It's kind of a zero sum gain, right? Exactly. So I'm just I'll be in the same position coming into next week, and uh, or we'll next the week after next, anything can happen in the rep period. So and I've used all my trades. So if there's no good downgrades, I'm not going to do anything and just wait. I can get Gallon, Croker, whoever next week. Fine. Speaking of Corey Harawira Nira, he's the fifth most purchased player this week at almost 300k. He's still going to go up massively in price, but. Is he really is he worth it at three hundred k? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, his spot's still not secure enough for mine to to make that move. I, you know, obviously he's pumping out good scores. So if you're looking for someone solid on your bench to just keep contributing every week, he's not a bad option. But you know, with Fisher Harris uh, lurking there, you know, you just don't know if he's going to get the the bench start. So. I think it's it's he's made most of the money for the people that already had him, and his his job security is not good enough to bring in now. Yeah, particularly yeah, Fisher Harris and um, Tamari Martin on the bench means he could even drop out of the side. He might this not week. even play this. Yeah, it's play tonight. So yeah, and, yeah, and we have seen him dropped entirely to um, the Reggies once already. So yep. who knows. Yeah, it's great to. Yeah, it's too late. The horse bolted five weeks ago or whatever it was. Uh, also, Gareth Widop, second most traded. Understandable given that he's out for six weeks. Let's touch on some key buy purchases. First on that list is Paul Gallen. Uh, he's going to be the number one most purchased player from here until round 12. Uh, we've talked about him a bit, but he's, surely he's a must have if he stays fit over this uh, rep period. This rep around, rather. Yes. Yeah, he is. Um, that said, his score the week before last was inflated by a try. Mm. There is the sort of the – it seems that Cronulla are likely to take him off and rest him in the last 10, 15 mm. minutes of a game if they've got it in the bag. Um, his price is high, but his BE is pretty high too. So mm. his price isn't going to move too much. Uh, he's not going to go up, I should say. Um, so you're not missing out by waiting. I'm – I. I like the points, but I'm, I'm not in a hurry to go and get him. And I'm, just on that, I'm not going to go and pay that some, that price for um, Tomalolo either. 500k is scary money for me to be paying in the middle of the yep. season. 
Yeah, Gallon, I agree with you. He's more of a round 11 or round 12 purchase. You don't know what's going to happen with injury. Yeah, you've got the, the points are good, but you've still got guys who can score decent uh, points for your side. Like, for example, if you're playing Kafusi instead of him, Kafusi's scoring better than him at the moment anyway. So Gallon is round 11, round 12 for me. Yeah, I, um, if I, I'll probably be looking at bringing him in, but it'll be the last possible moment before the round 12. Um, especially, you know, if he keeps getting rested, you, you're just praying that the Sharks have really tight games against whoever they play um, because you just want him out there as long as possible. If he's getting pulled off 15 minutes to go, yep. you, you want to wait, I reckon. They got the Tigers this week, so it could actually happen. The, uh, James Graham and Aidan Tolman. I think, think Graham is an absolute must-have. Tolman is a fair bit down the list for me, but uh, you've got some thoughts on James Graham, Rob. Well, it's, it's kind of on both, um, and it's all to do with extra minutes. I mean, both of them are classic workhorses. Give them minutes, they'll give you points. They've been getting extra minutes because of the way the doggy's bench is constructed with Frawley there. So... Uh, both have been required to play, you know, 60-65, when in the past it was sort of 55. Um, and as a result, you're getting an extra 8 to 10 points out of them over the last couple of weeks. Um, will it continue? Yeah, possibly. Or Des might actually wake up and just play Frawley flat out. And, yeah. You know, it that would require a big ego um, sort of turnaround from Des, and so we all know that's unlikely to happen because the man does have a high opinion of himself. Um, on that basis... I think it's a little bit of a question mark over Graham and it's a definite no over Tolman for me. Yeah, the thing with Frawley is that he was actually pretty bad last week and the week before. He's got that control. I don't know if he's actually good enough to be starting. His first two games were great, but I think this might continue for a while with Frawley on the bench, uh, which is obviously great news for James Graham. Cody Walker... They should just bench Reynolds. I mean, he doesn't want to be at the club anyway. Get yeah, rid no, of him. That's, a, that's got, a decent point. Guy yeah. doesn't bleed blue and he, white. I mean, they should just <laughs> send him down to the Reggies as far as I'm concerned. Never well, been a team player. Never loved the doggies. Jeez, he's back with a vengeance. Jeez, two weeks off, you've just been storing up all your hatred to just bust out on this show. I am ready. Come on, let's go. Next one. Cody Cody Walker. Walker. (laughs) You've already blown up about Cody Walker on this show. I've got him already, but he's he's coming down in price. He's going to be at about 440, Supercoach Gold predicts, and obviously halves can go any which way in their price. 440 for round 12, that's a pretty good buy. Yeah, and he's just a, he's that solid player, isn't he? He's kind of uh, he's just pumping out sixty plus each week. It's rare that he dropped below that. So if you can if you can get him in, he's not bad. But so many people have already stacked their halves that um, it it's difficult to find the space. Uh, I need two more average to below average games from him. Two more big games from uh, Harawira Nira, yeah. and I can just turn one into the other, and I'd be yep. really happy. Yeah, it'd about be that. Yeah, straight swap. That'd be gold. Nathan Brown is an interesting one. He, <sighs> I, I seriously think that he is. Well, he's definitely taken over Manu Ma'u as the best buy purchase at Parramatta. Um, he, he's he's banging out some really good scores. They got some guys to come back into that team, but he's looking like he could be a purchase for me. But I am going to wait until round eleven or twelve. Oh, he wins the the Dominic Burke Overachiever Award for mine. Um, you know, a, a guy with moderate talent who just seems to surpass that week in, week out. I, I don't know how Nathan Brown is doing it. Um, that's not true. It's not fair. It, Nathan Brown is much more talented than Don Burke. Um, I, I, 
Look, Brown's annoying though, isn't he? In the, you know, like you could have picked him up weeks ago for mm. bugger all, and you're like, oh, this won't continue, and then it does, and then it does, and then it does. And he's got good buy coverage. Oh, I'm steamed. Yeah, I, I, I wish I got on weeks ago, but unfortunately I haven't, so it's going to have to happen in round 12 or round 11. Uh, John Sutton is an interesting one, averaging 60s, playing 80 minutes basically every game. Are you interested, Dave? No, not with the Rabbitohs. I mean, he's just getting moved around too much. You know, he's, he's playing second row. Is he playing in the halves? Every time someone goes down at the Rabbitohs, he moves, and it's just it's too much uncertainty about what he's going to pump out each week. Finally, thoughts on Mannering, guys? Uh, um, I've got Mannering, um, but if I didn't have Mannering, I don't think I'd be buying him. Um, he's, his minutes have been a little bit up and down this year. Sometimes he's getting a rest, sometimes he's not. Um, it's, he's, still, he's still putting up decent scores, but it's not the heights we've seen in the past. Um, I'm happy to keep him on my side at the moment because I've got him, but I don't think I'd be chasing him. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't buy him. I bought Podine. And where they're suffering is injuries. So when the Warriors lose a centre, Bodine shifts out to centre and Mannering shifts out to an edge second row as opposed to playing in the middle. And, it, you know, it, it's just happening. It's happened at least twice in the last three weeks that they've both, you know, moved out of position and, and lost points in that regard. Um is he still in the top five second rowers at the end of the year? Nah, probably not. And yeah. now you're getting to the point of the season when if you're going to buy someone, you have to think, is that person going to be a keeper to the end of the year? That's why Croker looks so good this year because Croker will be a keeper to the end of the year as opposed to some of the other people that people are looking at for a similar price. Yeah, I agree. Mannering's a fair way down the list for me. His buy schedule isn't that good. He covers around 12, but then he's got 15 and 18 where he's not playing. So I have guys like Gallen. Uh, Graham, uh, that's James Graham, Nathan Brown, all ahead for me. So I'll be going for those guys first. Captain choice this week, Dave? Um, I'm going to put the vice-captain on Milford against the Panthers at Suncorp Stadium tonight. Um, And then I'll be planning on using uh, Braden Burns from the Bunnies as uh, the loophole option should he get a big one. Um, And at the moment, I'm just going to leave the captain on Cam Smith. He's just been solid. Yep. Yeah, I've got the same. I've got Vice on Milf. My issue, though, is who I drop to play the loophole. My team is just so damn good. Um, I I really (laughs) couldn't see myself. Where are you ranked? um, (laughs) On last week's performance, uh, really well. Um, I'm 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 4,100th now, which is not bad because three weeks ago I was 27,000. Yeah, you're you're comparing yourself to how you have gone in the past. Yeah. It's not very good. Well, I know, but like you did that all last year and at the beginning of this year while we waved our key rings at you. Mate, I finished finished higher than 4,000th. Yeah, but I'm not finished, baby. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm still coming, whereas last year you finished outside the key rings just to bring it up. And I'll be riding the purple unicorn as captain um, uh, whenever Tom Sangster has him because, as listeners would know, Tom has a very close relationship with Vapor and their scoring. <laughs> yeah. So if there's ever an issue with your scoring that it's uh, Tom Sangster... Send it to my at, personal email, please. Oh, which I will disclose <laughs> yeah. on Facebook. Don't you worry, people. <laughs> that is, uh, of course, absolute 100% lies from Rob <laughs> Sutherland. But, uh, yeah, if you've got a problem, send it to Rob Sutherland at... Nah. No, go on. That's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> 
But just uh, so my, everyone knows, who are you captaining? To? My captaincy <laughs> choice is Milf. Back on top Milf, and I may as well go with Unicorn Smith as well. But I'm considering going with Tamalolo. So, as well. so just to clarify, we're all vice captaining Milford, yeah. and we're all captaining Smith. Yeah, that's pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. I might go with Tamalolo. I could change up. We'll see what happens. Oh, he burned every a lot of people over the last couple of weeks, though, didn't he? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was well, great. he burnt me. Like, yeah, he put, pulled out his worst score. Uh, just when everyone captained him. He was the most popular captain last week. Thanks, guys. Catch you next week. Absolute (laughs) pleasure. Not for us. (laughs) You have been listening to Supercoach. 